0: What a joy it is to be able to come into your home today, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. We're so appreciative of your letting us come in. We know that the Word of God will be a blessing to you today. So without much ado, let's go into the Word. Child of God, it is is important that you first of all understand that our relationship with God is hinged on a covenant. God puts the funding of his work at the mercy of the generosity of his people and giving is the proof that we have conquered greed. Mm. It is, it is, everybody has something to give and love will find a way, oh God. Given. Understanding given. And I want to take time to explain because in the parable of the sower, Matthew chapter 13, Jesus said that the enemy steals immediately any word we don't understand. And many of us, we watch the attack on the body of Christ. I believe it's an attack. Praise the Lord. An attack not just to stop the funding of God's work, but also to, to attack the well-being of God's people, because the well-being of God's people, God has attached to the generosity of his people, funding his work, because that's all it is. And many people have fallen away because they don't understand it. Praise the Lord. And so I'm on, we want to look at the word of God, we want to explain it, we want to understand this so that the child of God has an understanding of what it is, because once you get it, no devil in hell can take it from you. Amen. Let's say a word of as we get into it this morning. Father, we thank you for all that you are and all that you do. The flower fades the grass with us. The words abide forever. Help us to be and to do all that you, you destined for us to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Child of God, it is, under, it is important that you first of all understand that our relationship with God is hinged on a covenant somebody say covenant that's important covenant covenant a covenant is not a one-way stream it's a two-way stream many of us don't understand covenant because it's not it's not often used in our contemporary culture but the closest thing to a covenant in our culture is a contract and when you enter into a contract with anyone It is, both of you have responsibility. You and them, it's legally binding. When a party violates the term of the contract, it obviates the need of the other party to comply with it. Say amen, somebody. And much of what we do in our culture now is hinged on that. So that's what we have with God. That should tell you that not only does God have a responsibility to us, we have a responsibility to him. And especially when we're talking about finances, it's important. Get this, this is important. God... Puts the funding of his work. Let's forget about any religious talk. Oh, uh, God will fund his work. God will take care of his work. God will provide. God, will, I've said, many, I've said many of it, but in the true sense of it, all of that is not scriptural. God puts the funding of his work at the mercy of the generosity of his people. The people to sponsor the gospel is not God, it's not God, it is not the government, it is not sinners, it is Christians. That's how God set it up, and God has so much faith in us. You know, He asks us to have faith in Him, He has faith in us too. He has so much faith in us that He willingly chose to submit the funding of His work the well-being of his walk, and put it at the mercy of our obedience. Say amen, somebody. Matthew 6.33, let's just start off. Matthew 6.33, hear the words of the Lord. Like I said in the first service, please pay more attention to the words of Jesus than the words of the preacher. Many people do the other way around. No, 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 no. No, the preacher can lie, can lead you astray, can say what's not true. Jesus will never lead you astray. Yes, 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 yes. Give the Lord a round of applause. Amen, 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 amen. Look at what Jesus said. Seek ye first. I'm going to say first. first. Say it again, say first. first. Say it one more time, say first. first. Oh, so pray like, oh Lord, I, I would tithe if you made me a millionaire. It, it, it's never going to happen. You see, seek ye first. Put God first. Seek ye first. That's how this covenant The the contents, the benefits, and the wherewithal of this covenant, that's how it's activated. It's activated from us first. And we start out by putting in first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What things? Things that that those who don't know God chase after. God said... I will make those things chase after you. But it is contingent on you seeking me first. Are you getting it? So it is not the will of God for me to chase after things like I don't know God. That's not God's will for my life. The will of God for my life is for me to chase after God. When I chase after God, God will command Things to chase after me. That's in your Bible, Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Say amen, somebody. When I put him first, because it's the principle of putting him first, he will command things to change. And there's so much in that because he also lets you know that God does not mind you having things. Listen, haters may mind you having things. God doesn't mind you having things. If God minds you having things, why will God reward you with something He does not want you to have because you've been obedient? Hello, somebody. Because some of you might have ha- ha- heard that kind of oh, Christians are supposed to long suffer and don't let them lead you astray. Let me just say, God does not mind you having things; He minds things having you. God does not mind you having materials; He minds you being materialistic what does it mean to be materialistic when you chase things at the expense of chasing God God's promise if you chase God you will M-E-E-T gold if you chase gold you will M-I-S-S God you missed your cue to to give the Lord a round of applause right there if you chase God you will meet gold if you chase gold You'll miss God. Say amen, somebody. So that's how God has designed it to be. And the essence of God is that he's a giver. Because God is a lover. And a lover always gives. Love ventilates itself through giving. John chapter 3 verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave the world some nice wraps. I love you. No, 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 no. Love is proven by giving. You can give without loving. You cannot love without giving. He so loved the world that he gave. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So his very essence is that he is a lover and a lover is a giver. And everything God controls gives. That's the proof that God is in control of anything or anyone. When they switch to being a giver, because all of us in our flesh and our humanity, we are instinctively selfish. Hello, somebody. Praise the Lord. They're very undesirable, people who is only about what they can get, because that's lust. Lust is all, all about what I can get, while love is about what I can give. And God wants to win us, W E A N, win, from our instinctive, selfish, immediate nature of selfishness to one of selflessness. Because that's when it's now proven that he's in control of our lives. Everything God controls, gives. The sun gives of its warmth. The moon gives of light. The plants give of their, of, of their, of their food. Everything God controls, gives. And the proof that God is in control of my life is when I become a giver. Say amen, somebody. God ties abundance to giving. Never forget that. Never forget that. Why? Good question. Abundance does not change you. I'm telling you, I've lived without money. I've lived with some money. I'm telling you, money does not change the essence of who you are. But you know what money does? It amplifies you. Makes the essence of who you are on a larger scale. If you are kind and you come into a lot of money, you will be able to show that attribute of yours in a bigger way. If you're stingy, you come into a lot of money, you become more. If you're weakened, it you come into a lot of money, you become more. If you're a soul winner... And you come to a lot of money, that's what money does. It's an amplifier. And giving is the proof that we have conquered greed. Mm. It is. It is. Praise the Lord, Praise the Lord. <clears throat> as long as I have the cancer of greed in my soul, God cannot afford to amplify me. So He will wait until I have conquered greed before he can afford to blow me up. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you this morning? So that's, that's the reason. I need you to get it. So many times you understand you're waiting on God. God is waiting on you. He's waiting on your obedience. He's waiting for you to understand, master, and begin to do so. You see why? That this is the reason. He's waiting for me to get it. Because as soon as I get it, I, 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 I initiate the principle for God to big me up. May God big you up. May God big you up in Jesus' precious name. Let's look at something else Jesus said. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Let's look at it. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Popular scripture there. Give. Notice how it starts again. It does not start with God. It starts with you. Hello, somebody. When he said "give," it didn't just say "give money." Yes, give money is part of it, but this is much more than just giving money. Your time, your talent, your encouragement, your kindness, your smile. I walked into the I, what I said in the first service. I walked into the, uh, 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 the 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 children's church one day, and my niece just rushed and gave me a hug because God knows I needed that hug. So she had a hug to give. I had some money. So I went to my wallet and pulled out $20 and gave it to her. Praise the Lord. You know. Because I was kind of bribing her because I want more hugs like that. (laughs) Because it's not about the amount of what you have. It's about giving off what you have. That is why a two-year-old will paint you a picture which looks great. I don't, want mess, I don't want the mamas to be mad with me. And you will put it in the office like Da Vinci painted it. Because it is, it is the heart of giving. All of us love that. When it's Mother's Day, when it's Father's Day, when, our, when our, uh, uh, our kids, they appreciate my son wrote me something Father's Day, I still have the thing in mind. Every morning I look at it. Yeah, I'm thankful I raised the cool cool. Because that's just how we are. So if we as loving parents are like that, God is like that. So don't say that you can't give anything. Everybody has something to give. And love will find a way. Oh God. So look at what Jesus said. Give and it will be given unto you. That's the promise. Good measure, press down. Shaking together and running over. Give, give to me in the original King James. Original King James. You don't mess up my message. Give it to me in the original 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 King James. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Give. And it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. And running over shall what? Shall what? Shall what? Oh. So men are the agents with which God is going to use to bless me. Those of us who are mean and nasty and just have a filthy attitude. You're chasing away the agents of your blessing. Let me tell you, who who, who should we blame? Okay, you gave, God saw, God wants to bless you, God sent uh, uh, um, I told you, men, not angels, men, to, to bless you. You go there. There you are with your mean self. They go away with their blessing, because that's that's how people are. If I don't bless you, you you're so mean and nasty. I said, no, no, no. I'm not going to use my money to fund foolishness. No, 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 no. It's nobody's fault. It's you. So if you are like me, you just learn to smile at everybody because you never know them. Because <laughs> it's not angels. the devil's Bible. Shall they give up to your bosom. That's what that's Bible. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. <laughs> now, the B part is the one I really love. For with the same, somebody say, same, say it again, say, same, say it one more time, say, same. God is always watching what you give. We might not see it we, because we don't need to see it. But the God who needs to see it, sees it, and the Bible, that's Bible, it is the same measure, not different, same measure that you give, that it shall be used to give back to you. Before I go, before, before I, I knew I was on some other man. When it says men there, it doesn't mean men as in being gender specific. It means men as in human. Hello, somebody. So, if you are married to a human being, that includes your spouse too. Hello, somebody. So, if I'm planning to buy you something on your birthday, I really am planning. Because the problem with men is, I'm not t- can I help you out, my brothers? Listen, you accuse, me, you accuse me of not buying you flowers, but you don't understand. I really wanted to buy you flowers. The first day I went, I forgot. The next day I went, the line was too long. Then the next day I went, look at, look, at, look at my son asked me for $20. Just this morning, I had emptied my wallet last Sunday and I forgot to fill it up and, and I wanted to give him 20 And there's nothing. So, the, so I really wanted to give him $20, but I have nothing in the wallet today. But you don't see all of that. You think, oh, he didn't buy me flowers. That means he doesn't care. So you start nagging. So now all of the plants I have, I just suspended nagging with my job. Brothers, am I telling the truth? Because many of our plans just don't materialize. If you see our plans, I know all you see is immaterial. <laughs> Come on, brothers. Come on, brothers. You know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> so instead of nagging the 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 yet to materialize plans, applaud the one the don't, don't materialize now. I mean, brother calling that direct right money I pay that thank me for that one now <laughs> you, you better behave yourself I'm going to keep you all here till next week let's move on for mercy are given to your bosom but please understand it learn to cultivate an appropriate attitude because your attitude determines your altitude say amen somebody let me move on. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured the same. God watches what you give and he gives back to you the same. So what comes back to you is not at the mercy of the, the, the midterm elections. It's not at the mercy of who is at the White House. It's not at the mercy of the color of your skin or the country you were born in or any of those things that the enemy is lying to you. Is at the mercy of your generosity. Say amen. Somebody amen. is at the mercy of your generosity. You wanted to come back little, you give it little. You wanted to come back much, you determine what comes back to you. You want you, to you give Lord a round of applause for that. Good Lord. Not your hater, you do. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six to eight. 7 Corinthians chapter nine, verse six to eight. Thank you, Jesus. Hear what Apostle Paul is saying here. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six to eight. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. But this I say: He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully You see it again. So I control the harvest by the seed. He calls seed the acts that I do. He calls it a seed. Praise the Lord. So if I give it in a little way, it will come back in a little way. If I give it in in a bountiful way, it will come back in a bountiful way. That's what he said in the Bible. I control the harvest by the amount of seed I sow. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God lost a cheerful giver. It's not done. And, somebody say and. Say it again, say and. Say it one more time, say and. Because it's still continuing. So, and, or, as a result of this, understand that God is able. Tell somebody God is able. Oh, God, if I started, I'll never finish. Tell them God is able. Ah, God is able to make all grace. Listen to me. If you get your Bible and you do a study, there's no other place in the Bible that the believer, the new believer, New Testament believer, is promised this degree of grace, no no, no other place, other than this chapter nine. No other place. Praise the Lord, and God links it with giving, with sowing, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Let me explain what all grace is to you. All grace means inexplicable favor. Favor, where you, know, you can't understand. Praise the Lord. Your father has money. and buys you a car. We can understand that. <laughs> we can understand that. But this one, we can't understand it. it the, the, the closest example to it is Jacob, you know, when he loved Jacob, yes. When he loved Joseph. And give him a coat of many colors. So God puts an invisible coat on you. And people... Let me, t- let me tell you what favor is. We say this word, somehow we need to explain that. Favor is people using their gifts, their talents, and their resources to help you succeed in life. You know that when we give, uh, uh, we we'll put our seat up, and that confession came from here. Because that's what favor is, came from here. Favor is. So places that your gifts cannot take you to. God will bring people who have the gift. Oh, God. That's what favor is. People using their gifts, their talents, and their resources to help you to succeed in life. Thank you, Sister Aggie. <laughs> to succeed in life. That's what it is. And God links that to your giving. God will take you to places where you are not gifted for. Uh, God will bring you to places where people who are born where you are born, or look like you look, or sound like you sound, or have a name that sounds like your name sounds, do not have that kind. I've not been, God's gonna take you there. Amen. That's what favor is. Somebody shout favor. favor. So, God is able to make all grace abound toward you, abound toward you. That you always, somebody say always. always. Say it again, say always now. Always. Uh-huh. always having all sufficiency. So the enemy tell you, oh, if you give, you're not going to make it. Oh, because you're already looking at what you have now and you're not already making it. So it makes sense when you look at it logically that if you give, then you're not going to make it. He's lying to you. He's lying to you. So, so because God is telling you, if you give, God will make always and all sufficiency in all things you are never going to lack in anything when you learn to be a giver no no i know it's tough i know it's tough i know it's tough for you to give what you can see and trust god for what you cannot see i know but that's why it's a work of faith and the mistake some of us make is well you hear some of my testimony you know I'm very transparent. I tell you some of my experiences and testimonies to encourage your faith and let you know that my God he's all our God. He's all our Father. Praise the Lord. So let me say something. Else. We hear some tell me, "I say, let me try, let me try tithe, let me try." Listen, the Bible. We are so you know, thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office. Let us hear from you we would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Colin, let us know. We'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17. The B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you. Join us at Grace International Church in Houston for our 2019 Family Enrichment Seminar. Services scheduled are as follows, February 8th at 7 p.m., Saturday, February 9th at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Sunday, February 10th at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. This year's theme is the sequel to Is Divorce Better Than a Bad Marriage? Other topics include Building a Successful Family and Being Single and Satisfied. Seminar is hosted by doctors A.A. and Alice Adjim. Guest speaker is Rev. Dr. Ray Shomarin. Address is 15401 Bel Air Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77083. For more information, please visit www.graceint.org or call 281-564-7223.